0: welcome everyone to a new episode of the podcast self-evolution regardless and this episode is gonna be talking about the 15 indicators or signs that the person you're dating has an avoid an avoidant attachment style in this sense this uh, these indicators are extra- extracted from and inspired by loveaddictionhelp.com. Now, don't forget that I already recorded an episode on attachment styles. So, go check that out before you actually listen to this one because it'll give you a more in-depth um, an- analysis over what attachment styles are. There are four. So, I don't want to spoil it anymore, so if you're curious about what attachment styles are, go ahead and listen to that episode. For now, I'm going to be talking about these 15, (laughs) 15 indicators or signs that a person you're dating has an avoidant attachment style. Now, number one, without any further ado, this person sends mixed signals seems unreliable, in that is, words are incongruous with their actions. They are doing something when they're saying something else, okay? So, says one thing, does the other thing, um, and soon after does and says the opposite, so yeah, exactly. Kinda hypocrite, but they, they really do send mixed signals and they seem unreliable. And you'll find out, especially when you distance yourself for a while and you see that what they said is actually the opposite of what they did. And another time they said the other thing and then they did the... And then, like, they say the next opposite thing and it's just a whirlwind of sayings and doings and it's just messed up. So, yeah. Number two, comes out very strong, is seductive, overly charming, flattering, flirtatious, may quickly say, I love you, you're so perfect, and may portray a perfect idealist future together, and or quickly pressures you to commitment and loyalty. So, this is practically speaking the definition of love bombing and i've been wanting to record an episode on love bombing for so long but i will i will i'm not sure when but i will because i need to talk about love bombing in detail and i need to get inspired by dr romany about this because she talked about it and maybe even someone else because a lot of there are experts and psychotherapists who talk about love bombing specializing in narcissistic abuse are pretty much familiar with this concept so this is basically the definition of bo- love bombing they will love bomb you at first they'll come out as very charming strong idealistic perfectionists or pressure you to commit and become loyal as quickly as possible that is not healthy number that is the second unhealthy sign that you're dealing with someone who has avoidant attachment style. Number three, communication is foggy or vague. Talks in roundabout terms about present circumstances, indirect circumstances, and seems secretive or mysterious. So bottom line, the communication, the communication, sorry, does not seem to be clear. It is vague. It is foggy. It's roundabout terms, just messy. Number four, has not been in committed relationships for a long time, may attribute his or her long term single status to external circumstances such as not meeting the perfect one, consider this sign of their over 30. Right, so. They haven't been committed in relationships, which means they probably cheated before or they weren't really, you know, um, considering their ex-partner as something big. So they kind of were like on and off about it. Maybe they ghosted people. Maybe, you know, they weren't committed. Like they, they weren't commitful, if that's even a word, people. They're not really reliable in terms of committing to a relationship. And that's a red flag you need to watch out for. Number five. Drinks, smokes, pot or does drugs excessively. Has some other apparent addiction. Gambling, porn. That is a huge huge red sign. You need to be looking out for it and you need to be careful. Number six, appears controlling, wants you to change your looks, clothing, or hair, or change what you do, your work, social activities, who you spend time with, may constantly text or call, expect demands all of your time, especially on his or her terms, may become angry, distant, moody, or cold if you don't respond. Wow, this feels so relevant because I've had this guy who did this to me and um so yeah kind of like a roller coaster at this point number seven fiercely values independence freedom or self-reliance he or she may not state this But you can see in their actions how strongly they may value independence and freedom. And this also contradicts number six, doesn't it? Number eight. Wants or prefers casual sex is okay having friends with benefits, words or discussions lean more on sexually connecting much less on talking and taking time to get to know each other may try to pressure to be physical or sexual holy shit with these people number nine devalue criticizes or even in subtle ways may say or do things which make you feel inferior incompetent unworthy okay May use sarcasm and claim I'm just teasing as a method of demeaning you may also degrade or speak negatively of others or previous partners, etc Watch out for that devaluation, it's huge. And look, it's it's sort of like the narcissistic cycle like manifesting itself with me here. See number Two, comes out of strong, seductive, charming, flattering, flirtatious, it's all a part of the love bombing phase, and then comes the control and on and off feelings, and then devaluation and criticism, and even subtle ways, makes you feel inferior, incompetent, unworthy, this is pretty much narcissistic abuse cycle. Oh my god, you need to watch out for these signs definitely, and you need to be aware of of what you're dealing with, and make sure you don't ignore these signs. It's pretty much very, very important because I'm going to list some key points later. They're going to focus on this not ignoring red signs, things, okay, Uh, tip. Number 10 reluctant to introduce friends or family members maybe hesitant ch- uh, maybe hesitant to share his hesitant environment his environment that is well yeah that's sort of like isolation from part of the narcissist watch out for these signs again this is huge Number 11, seems distrustful or suspicious of others, past partners, you fear of being used or taken advantage of. Okay, this is sort of like antisocial ish trait right here. Disgustful and suspicious of others. Um, Just be careful, really, really be careful. With these people. Number 12. Say or implies, I don't think I'm ready for commitment. If he either he or she says this in your face directly or implies it, just be careful with these signs and be aware of these people, okay? Or they may say something like, "I'm not good at relationships," or the timing is not right. Well, for someone who has avoidant attachment style, they'll pretty much, I think, what they will do is, and I'm not a professional, I'm not a psychotherapist, in any of this, I'm just stating the fact. Maybe, maybe, okay they might do this repeatedly they might hint at this many many times and you might not even be aware at first okay but for someone who is healthy they will let you know they will let you know if they are ready or not for the relationship and they will Not lie to you. They're not going to be off and on about it. They're not going to be controlling, devaluing, criticizing of you. They will let you know. For example, if they say the timing is not right. Or if they say, "Um, I don't think I'm ready for a commitment. Healthy people even, I think, also say this. But they will not do it in the form of like in a way that is gonna keep you confused about it they will let you know like if they want to continue they're going to continue with you if i don't want to continue it's totally fine i respect your boundaries and i want you to respect to respect my boundaries as well and i'm letting you know this is not the right time and i need some time for myself, I need a break. They're going to tell you directly without any of that control or criticism or charming or flattery or casual talk about sex and friends with benefits, bullshit. You know, they're just going to let you know. For, for healthy people, it's going to be different. For someone with avoidant attachment style, this is going to be pretty obvious, especially with all the other signs combined. Number 13, and I think at this point with number with sign number 12 is the time you say, I don't think I'm going to continue with this partner. I mean, I don't think I'm going to commit to a relationship with this person. This person is taking me on a crazy roller coaster ride, and it's making me want to throw up. So, might as well just get off and just leave okay 13 oh my god Oh no why do you get yourself into this if this person is actually married or in a current relationship history of cheating affair or affairs in post relationships may justify or defend reasons for behavior. Holy shit. Number 13 at this point is the worst of the worst. If you get yourself in this type of situation, leave, okay? Leave, escape, run for your life. Number 14, the conversation is constantly about him or her asks a few questions about you your life family work interests etc seems checked out mentally during conversations this person is entitled as fuck and this person doesn't care about your life doesn't care about your interests your family your work your studies your success your failures none of that this person is self-centered and and just totally thinks that the world revolves around them what are you doing at this point seriously and number 15 is this person is uncomfortable when you candidly you know uh describe or tell or share your feelings, needs, wants or desires about what you were looking for in relationships because i mean there has to be some sort of standards you have to have some standards in a relationship you have to have some boundaries you have to have some sort of a number of stairs to climb in order to reach you okay So, these are called standards. You tell this person what you're expecting from this relationship, the kind of needs, wants, desires, feelings. You're laying this person how many stairs to climb before they can actually reach you. But this person here is uncomfortable with the idea of the stairs themselves so what the fuck are you doing at this point (laughs) seriously i'm sorry but this is this is red flags all over the place okay all of the 15 flags are red and they're shiny and they're bright and they might as well blind you Because you really have to be careful with these signs and never ignore them. Now, the key points. Take these signs seriously. Never ignore them. Okay? Do not justify or minimize early warning signs. Especially those tiny little signs that are not so obvious. Like the number two very strong very sexual very charming very flattering you have to be careful with that okay careful and be careful and watch out for those quick sayings of i love you or i need you or you're the perfect one for me or already already labeling you as someone they're going to be forever committed to when they themselves cannot come into the relationship and then later on it's important as at a certain point they're going to tell you oh i'm not actually ready uh this is not a good time um i really suck at relationships They're gonna tell you all that piece of shit talk they're going to make all that piece of shit talk to you be careful okay And do not justify or minimize any of these signs, especially the early ones. Early warning signs indicate a person you would be chronically dissatisfied with within the relationship. Okay? They will indicate it. Never play games in dating. Playing games may help you win someone over very shortly, but also in an unhealthy way. And it'll likely will not be the right one. The person will not be the right one. So, for example, playing the game hard to get. (laughs) So old fashioned and so unhealthy. It's not going to win you over the right person you're going to need in your life. So don't do that. Always be yourself, be real, and communicate clearly what you are looking for and what you want in a relationship, obviously. This is what secure people do, so be that secure person by simply being authentic. Very extremely important that you state what you want and need very clearly instead of giving them invisible signs and expecting them to understand. Like no. Do not let feel good thoughts deceive you. Just because it feels right doesn't make it right. Okay? Stay in reality and stay focused. Well, I think this actually contradicts what I said earlier about the self-care tips. If it doesn't feel if it feels wrong, don't do it. <laughs> But, I mean, it's not just intuition that plays this part. As it says here, you have to be rational also about it. You have to be reasonable about it. Give it facts. Support that feeling with facts, with what's going on in reality, and focus so that you'll determine if that thing is good or, you know, right or wrong. And especially if it feels good, okay? The feel-good thoughts about this person, especially in the love-bombing phase, are extremely dangerous. Because that's when you're going to get yourself hooked. And you might actually get stuck there, okay? So, don't consider those feel-good thoughts. Always go back to the facts of what's happened. Write them down. Write what they did to you down on a piece of paper. Remind yourself whenever you find yourself in this uh, state of mind of like picturesque, fantastic, wonderful, mesmerizing world with this person. With you and this person in your head. Just go back to that piece of paper real quick and look at... And read even aloud to yourself loudly what they did to you and go back to reality and notice how your you know thoughts will change and you'll be reasonable at about it because you'll have facts presented to you you don't have thoughts that are swimming across an ocean of fantasy and no realistic Um, facts whatsoever. So, keep that in mind. They are called warning signs for a reason. They are warnings so you can accurately predict early on if someone you're dating is love avoidant. Bad choice or not. Okay, So, they're called warning signs basically to warn you. To let you know This is what's gonna happen if this happens. So if this happens, and if you focus on the if statement, you'll know what's gonna happen next, and you will be warned. Because once you're warned, there's no going back. A love avoidant is least likely, is a least likely person to meet your needs for intimacy, emotional availability, and security, and make you happy. In relationships, they're the least likely, okay, when it comes to intimacy, emotional availability, and security. So, what the hell are you doing at this point with this person? Sorry, but just, what are you doing? Remember, love addicts, or the way that Ross Rosenberg calls it, Dr. Ross Rosenberg calls it, self-love deficient. They equate love with obsession, infatuation, and intensity with love, okay? This is not love. What you're dealing with, these red signs, what they're explaining to you, this is not love, okay? If a relationship is on and off if they're ghosting you, if they're mixed, if they're constantly sending you mixed signals, if they're controlling you today and tomorrow they're love bombing you, and after tomorrow they're criticizing you and judging you, what is this? What is this? This is not love, okay? This is maltreatment, ill treatment, unfairness, and abuse. So especially for people who have been starved of love and looking for it don't look for it in the wrong people don't look for it in the people who are only gonna give you abuse all right it's definitely difficult to realize this but think about it remember those signs and you'll know what i'm talking about so if you Sorry, if you're a love addict or have an insecure attachment style, which I already talked about in the episode of the four attachment styles, go check it out. Intimacy and closeness are very important to you because you're insecure in your attachment, which makes you terrified of the idea of abandonment and you're seeking and thirsty and yearning for closeness and intimacy okay so don't settle for a person who won't stifle what is important to you that is your needs which is just what i said don't okay they're not gonna give it to you they're not gonna consider your needs they're not gonna be there for you when you actually state your needs clearly so Never ever feel guilty or shame about what you need in a relationship, okay? Never ever feel guilty about that. It's not selfish. It's not entitled. It's not self-spoiling. It is actually setting yourself some sort of self-respect and having boundaries and having standards in a relationship so stating your needs in a relationship should never be something that you feel guilty over for what whatever kind of reason, okay? Having a need is not bad. Stop being afraid of coming off as needy. Express your needs as mentioned above, just be you and that is enough, okay? Cause if you don't express them and you're sh- you're coming off as this needy person, desperate, clingy person, it's not gonna work for your best interest. It's not gonna actually benefit you in the long run. So, you just have to be a little bit assertive about it, and you have to make sure you make your needs clear. Make your needs. Sound yeah, you make your needs sound clearly. Like you say, like you tell them out loud to this person. Well, not as loud as a freaking roar, but you express them clearly and with assertiveness. And just be you. Just be authentic. Last thing, you will you will never change these these people. Okay, you will never be able to control the way that these people change, so do not try. Don't, just simply don't try to change them. They are who they are, and unfortunately they have been raised that way, so that's all they know. And unfortunately, this type of style is what they have been working with for the longest time in their life so it's become part of their personality and you can't change them and you can't control them so you really really cannot do much for these people if you find yourself in a relationship with these people leave as soon as you can because all of this 15 signs are not healthy and they're not helping you in any way shape or form And they're harming you, and they're doing you more harm than good. So, you're better off alone. You leave these people alone. You'll never change them. Alright, so, I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I enjoyed recording it. And I hope you got something out of this episode, and you enjoyed, or at least got informed, of what the 15 signs of of an... an, an, an avoidant, <laughs> I forgot the word, avoidant attachment style person, you might date. Be. be careful, and again, if you want to see this podcast thrive, and if you want to see it successful, and continuing on with this journey, Don't be hesitant to donate and support it because it works for you. It's going to be there for you if you need any sort of advice, any sort of tips, any sort of information about narcissistic abuse and ways to recover from it. It's going to be there for you. It's going to research some information and it's going to produce awesome episodes to help you figure out relationships and how you can become a better person and so if you would like to support this podcast, please do. Don't be hesitant. Don't be shy, okay? I'll be forever grateful for your help and support. It'll mean the world. It'll make me produce more quality episodes and more awesome content is waiting for you and you will be shouted out if you'd like so I hope that helped and I hope that this episode was beneficial in any way or form and I'll see you in the next one